the happiest among us make the best out of anything. FOMO is the enemy of valuing our own time and of seeing what really matters. Hi, hope you're well. This is PD at the Art of Self-Development. This episode is for everyone who's interested in ideas and practical tools to develop the most useful skills for yourself and for the people you care about. This one is about social media and about one phenomenon in particular that we sometimes call FOMO or fear of missing out. And this is one of the effects of social media that we're only starting to learn about that has a major impact on the quality of our lives, our life satisfaction, and on our relationships with other people. Now, FOMO, the fear of missing out, is the principle that social media use, and probably not quite by accident, because they have algorithms very well thought out to draw you in, to make you stay in the loop, click on the right advertisement, and bring other people in. FOMO is becoming more and more relevant as we're learning just how much it impacts our lives. It is based on a psychological principle that will have us look to other people, see how they are doing, and compare their successes with ours. And this has been a very useful thing in real life because it tells us whether or not we're on the right track. When we compare ourselves with the people around us, often unconsciously, it kind of nudges us away from the things that will cause us to be less successful or the people who will cause us to be less successful to those people and events that will add value to our lives, mostly in material terms. Now, what happened with social media is we are not only comparing ourselves with our neighbors and our closest friends, we are all getting more and more interconnected, and at the same time, we're not really showing our true face. We are choosing what to show in particular, and that almost invariably is limited to the highlight reel of what we have done what we have achieved, what good things happened to us. This is what we want to show to the world, what other people will see that'll cause them to feel less than. They will put up a mask of their own successes, real or imaginary, and we will all get into this cycle of being less and less real and more make-believe. Our identity on the internet gets more and more reduced into what we have done, what we have, and what we've experienced. And this psychological principle is so powerful that when you get into this loop, you're almost guaranteed to become more and more depressed. I say almost because there are exceptions. You can use social media to good ends. And we'll get to that later. But the important thing is, social media nowadays, to a large degree, replaced real relationships. 
actual relationships are very important in that they will give us comfort. You see, when you feel sad or depressed, this is the time when we seek other people for comfort because we feel good with other people, especially if they can understand us. Maybe they can give us some advice or just share with us, be with us. So quite often the beginning of the loop in social media is when we feel depressed and we want to have some company. So we open up Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, sometimes already feeling bad or depressed. And now we have just to see all those images that will prove to us how insufficient we are and how we don't belong. So we get even more depressed. We seek more people's company on the internet and perpetuate the cycle. I used to think that all of these principles were a side effect. But the truth is, the creators of social media are very well aware of what will make you stick with their websites. And this is just one of these things that work very well. And it just so happens that the things that work the best do not make our lives better. Because we are hardwired biologically to focus on the negatives more than the positives, which makes sense if you think about it. Because the negative used to be something that would kill you or have you isolated from the group or could lead you to be killed. In the past, that could easily happen. So evolutionarily, we are hardwired to respond much more strongly to bad things than to good things happening to us. And FOMO is one of the things that are the result of this. And this is a new term. It is one that entered the Oxford English Dictionary only, I think, in 2013, with the rise of social media. So we feel bad about ourselves. We feel insufficient. We turn to social media to feel better about ourselves, to get some company, only to end up feeling worse as a result then we feel we need to connect again. We use more social media, perpetuating the cycle until we leave it depressed. That's more or less what happens much of the time. And that is the thing about social media. It is kind of social mostly in the name. It can connect people, but much of the time it does the opposite. It makes us feel less connected. The social part of social media is largely an illusion. We generally tend to believe that other people are happier than we are, and social media often makes us think we can't even compare. This could lead to the advice of just don't care or don't observe what other people are doing and don't compare yourself to it, which of course doesn't work very well because that's what we do by nature, and we don't even think about it most of the time. So th the easiest thing that more and more people do these days, it's just to cut the cord, leave social media altogether. And after a while of withdrawal symptoms, they usually feel pretty good about it. But there are other things that we can do, such as we can limit the time when we use social media. 
about the worst thing that we can do is to wake up, take our phones and go right into social media. Nothing good can come from that because it sets you up to compare yourself to other people in the worst possible way. And whatever we do in the morning, especially first thing in the morning, will stick with us. So if you start your day with the mindset of looking to other people for how you are doing, this will be hard to shake off throughout the day. When we're looking outward rather than inward for our own sense of self and direction, this is how we lose ourselves over time. Because that way we don't know where to go. There are too many distractions and none seem better than the other. This is why it is so important to stop for a while. Slow down and just return to yourself. Because you know where you should be going and nobody else can tell you that. This time, unfortunately, works on distractions. We are distracted all the time to do other people's bidding, to fulfill other people's agendas. If you have a company that sells anything, you don't want a person who knows what they want in life, because it is almost certain that your product is not that. People are the best buyers when they don't know what they want, when they feel a sense of mild dissatisfaction mixed with a little bit of confusion, and who can easily be distracted with words and shiny objects. When we live like that, we have a hole inside ourselves that we try to fill with stuff, rather than realize and create for ourselves what matters to us. And the way out of this, the way of not knowing exactly what you want, the way of not distracting ourselves, starts with a change of focus. Because where we put our attention, this is where we go, as a result. And if our focus is fragmented, if we don't even know where it lies and it jumps from one place to another, we need to put our attention inward. We need to take our attention back from all the shiny objects, all the distractions, and reclaim it for ourselves. One of the easiest ways to defeat FOMO is gratitude. Instead of looking outside at what we don't have that other people seem to have, think of all the things that you have in your life that you take for granted. Imagine how you would feel if you lost all of that, if you lost your livelihood, your home, your friends and family, if you suddenly woke up not having any of them, how would you feel? And how do you now feel about having them? Gratitude is the easiest and most powerful way out of the fear of missing out and out of almost any other problem or feelings of dissatisfaction, depression, envy or anxiety. The more grateful we feel, the less depressed we are. When you appreciate what you have, there is no space to feel depressed. 
or angry or anxious. So, even though it feels good to connect to the outside world, sometimes we don't realize that the means that we use and the outside world, as we see it sometimes, is largely make-believe. And when we realize that, it can be a good thing to isolate ourselves from that for a while, to go back to ourselves. Insulate yourself from all the possibilities that will make you depressed because you can't take all of them. Go back to yourself. Return to what matters to you, what means something, not what attracts you on the surface. And then, if and when you go back to social media, think about how you can use it differently. If you're part of any groups, such as on Facebook, choose the groups that will connect you with other people, not on the internet, but in real life. Groups that people use to connect with others who have a specific hobby or interest so that you can meet, make new friends and socialize. Because you can't have FOMO if you have good relationships with people in the real world. Then you realize that when you limit social contacts for the most part to the real world, you're not missing out because there is nothing real on the internet that can beat meeting people in person, interacting with real people in the real world. So slow down a little bit. Focus on that one thing that you want to do, that you really want to do, and do that. If your focus is good, you'll never again miss out on anything. You're the master and sum total of your thoughts. Your thoughts create pictures which lead to your actions. Your actions create habits. Your habits create who you are. Who you are, in turn, determines what you can do. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Art of Self-Development. If you got some value out of this episode, or you know someone who might benefit from this podcast, share it with your friends. For questions, suggestions, or insights, write me at pdartofsd at gmail.com. Keep doing your part to create the best possible life for yourself and others, and through what you do, leave the world better than you found it.